Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with uh, uh, head coach uh, Matt Decimo. And, of course, the CHS Coaches Show can be heard every Monday night from a little after 6 o'clock until 6.45 to the end of the football season, then every other week beginning in January to the end of the school year. And, of course, the CHS Coaches Show is brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, R&R Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, The UPS Store, Catholic High School, Musson Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine, Action Specialties, HMC Farms, and the Senate Campaign, uh, Dr. Rosenswig's Group, EP Bro, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's Investment. And Coach, uh, uh, we're here at the studios at Kane Radio, FM 107.5 and AM 1240 at 107 West Main Street in downtown New Iberia, right next to Victor's Cafeteria. You can listen to the CHS Coaches Show while streaming on the Internet at www. K-A-N-E-1240.com. And, uh, or you can sign up for Simple Radio app and negotiate through the app and listen to Kane Radio. You can now listen to Kane Radio on the FM band at 107.5. Also, if you have an Alexa, just say Alexa, play Kane 1240, and it will. And Coach uh, at Catholic High uh, had their first win last Friday night against a quality football team in the Parkview Baptist Eagles. Panthers had a tough uh, loss the week before against Vermillion Catholic, but came away last Friday night with a big win over a AAA school, and I think they were ranked eighth, I believe, in the Louisiana Sports Writers Association poll uh, during the, uh, last week until the loss. And uh, why don't you give our listeners a little synopsis and an update and what's taking place last Friday night with the big win for the Panthers? Yeah, I'm not sure exactly what they were ranked, but I think they were in the top ten somewhere. Um, you know, they were they were a good ball club um, going into it. We knew that. We knew that some things had to go our way um, to get a win. And uh, our guys went out there and they, they played their tails off. They played physical. They played, you know, with great effort for, for all 48 minutes. Um, we came out, you know, we, we have a bunch of different team goals that we go over. Um, and one of those goals offensively and as a team is, is to start fast. Um, you know, and that's one of the things that we talked about because against VC we didn't. Um, offensively we turned the ball over the very first offensive play. Defensively let them drive down and score their first offensive um, series. So that was one of the things we pushed this week, and we talked about it, you know, in our chapel talk and different things about starting fast. Um, and, you know, I was, I was very pleased. Our kids came out. We, we, you know, we got the ball offensively. We went down. We drove down and scored the very first offensive series. Um, defensively, we shut them down. Um, so, you know, we, we, we started the game off the right way, um, you know, very, very explosive. I think Jaden had like a 50-, 60-yard um, explosive play. Um, and then Luke finished the drive off, throwing a, 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 a comeback route to Gavin Roy in the end zone. Um, we had some some troubles with our PAT field goal. You know, we we've been having some issues. Um, um, Bennett Bennett Boudreaux, who it would be our starting kicker, has had some some SI issues. Um, so he's kind of been been off and on trying to get back. Um, and and we tried to let him kick that first PAT, and and the operation was a little bit slow. I think probably partially because he's been a little rusty. He hasn't been out there. Um, but you know, just that one kick, he, he, he was in a lot of pain after that. So, so, you know, we pulled him out and, and Isaiah Parrish has been doing a lot of the kicking, kicking duties for us. Um, you know, we, our plan was to let Bennett try to kick the PATs and, and short field goals and let Isaiah do the kickoff job. 
Um, but you know, we, after that, we, we kind of decide we're going to shut him down for a couple weeks and hopefully try to let him rest and heal up. Um, so Isaiah Isaiah's going to keep continue to do the kicking duties for us. You know, all of them the next few weeks. Um, and then after that, we'll kind of reevaluate the situation. Um, but hopefully, you know, hopefully it'll be a little bit smoother in our PATs um, next week because uh, I'm kind of starting to run out of two point plays right now. Um, but you know, we went down, we scored that first series, uh, defensively, we, we stopped them for a couple drives. Uh, you know, we, we, um, we had some big plays and in the run game, we were always pretty much one man away from busting a big play. Um, but you know, credit to the, credit to the port view. Those guys played hard, you know, their linebackers and their, their safeties and their DBs, you know, they did some really good things. Um, they ended up scoring and going up seven to six. Um, they had a couple opportunities in the red zone. Um, I was surprised their their coach didn't kick some field goals because they had a really good kicker. Um, but, you know, our defense st- stood up and slowed them down and shut them down in the red zone quite a few times, um, and they didn't get any points out of that. So uh, I think going into the half, they ended up maybe kicking a f- field goal. Uh, either we were down 7-6 at half, or they kicked a field goal, and we were down 10-6 at half, one right. or the other. Yeah, it was 10-6 at half. All right, so it was 10-6 at half. They kicked a field goal, um, and then the second half, you know, our defense – pretty much shut them down the whole time offensively moved the ball quite a bit um we had a tough we, we had a tough time getting into the red zone getting into a chance to score but um we finally got in there uh with i guess like three or four minutes to go in the game um luke we we had they, they brought a lot of pressure we're actually hot luke got the ball out, you know in, in a um just in time got the ball out quick um on a post over the middle to Layden mitchell who, who scored his first i think his first career t- varsity touchdown um, you know, so that was exciting, and then we went for two, and we were able to pick up the two-point conversion. Um, we threw a little, a little sneak out the back to um, to Joe LeBlanc um, to go up 14-10, which was big, so that you know that that field goal wouldn't tie it or win it for him. You That's know, right. so so that was a big big play for us. And then defensively, um, I don't remember if we we turned got we forced a fumble or if we stopped them right there. Um, but we got the ball back offensively. We drove the ball down. Um, ran a lot of the clock out. We had a, a fourth and uh, a fourth and short or a third and short, um, and we tried to try to quick count them, and, and we we didn't get the snap, and we false started, so we ended up getting pushed back five yards. Um, ended up not converting the third down, so punted it away. Would have liked to have converted that third down. You know, tried tried to run the clock all the way out, but you know, once again, our defense stepped up and, and made some big plays here and there. They only had you know they ended up only having like thirty seconds to try to go down and score with no timeouts. Um, and like I said, our defense came up, made some big plays, um, ended up forcing Bennett Woodring, ended up forcing a fumble on the very last offensive play for Parkview. It looked like the quarterback was going to pick up the first down. Yeah, it sure did. Um, on I the wasn't far side of the field. Yeah, we could hardly see it. I wasn't sure exactly what happened. I just knew that they called him short. Um, and then we ended up finding out, you know, the kids were celebrating and, t- and someone said that he forced the fumble and the ball came out, went out of bounds short yeah, of the we, first down. We so. saw the players from the press box jumping up and down. I figured that he uh, – I thought I, he stepped out of bounds. Uh, yeah, it was short of the first down yep. and didn't make it. Uh, but lo and behold, you told me something I'm not aware of today is that uh, there was a fumble. Yep, the yeah, yep, he actually fumbled it. Like I said, Bennett Woodring knocked it out and it came out and it went out of bounds short of the first down. Um, and then, you know, that we got to go out there and, and do our victory formation, which is the best formation in football. It is. Um, it is. And got got the big win. You know, our kids our kids deserved it. Our kids worked really hard, um, you know, all summer long, all fall. Um, even even against VC, you know, they played. They, play, they tried hard. You know, obviously we didn't do a great job as a team preparing for that game, you know, physically, um, you know, the hydration and all that stuff. But our kids still, they battled, you know, the kids that were cramping, they'd go back in, they'd cramp up, come out, go back in. 
Um, you know, so they played hard. They, ne- they never gave up, which is all you can really ask for of a team. Um, and so I was really happy to see, you know, I was happy for them to be able to find a way to get that win because, you know, that's one of those things that, that as a young team, and I, I say that just a team that hasn't won a lot of, a lot of games over the last few years, um, that's one of those hard things to learn, to learn to find a way to win those close games. And, and you know, if we can continue to do that, if we can find a way with two minutes to go to, to win tight ball games like that, you know, that, 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 that's what makes a great team. And really with a, a really quality team you were playing, they put up 52 points. We've said that on the air during the course of the game that the Catholic High defense is really doing a great job because they had beaten Dunham. Now, I'm not sure what Dunham High School has, but they usually have a quality team. And Parkview Baptist put 52 on them uh, the Friday night before. And of course, they did give up 46, I think it was. But still, when you shut on a team that put up 52 points you know they had and they had some big kids their offense and defensive lines are some pretty big kids too uh in that regard and uh the quarterback looked like he uh he the week before he threw for 232 yards and ran for 168 against dunham and pretty much the panthers held him in check too uh hats off to the defense uh and i know you had a few kids going both ways to uh it, during that game, so uh, really a quality win for the Panthers. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we tr- we try to minimize the guys that we have going both ways. Obviously, against VC, whenever we had that many kids cramping, we were just trying to get whoever could get on the field. Um, but you know, the only ones that really play both ways a decent bit are probably a few of our linemen, offensive and defensive linemen, just because you know small schools. That's typically where you, you you're light in numbers. Um, and we do a lot of rotation on the D line. So even the ones that do play, they don't they don't normally play more than three or four snaps at a time on the D line. Um, and then, we, you know, a couple of our skill guys will play in situations like like uh, Tristan Lewis will play in, in certain formations, certain personnel groupings um, on offense. But, you know, he doesn't play nearly as much offense as, you know, most of the guys that are primary offense guys. He, he's a defense primary guy. Um, you know, I feel like that that helps us. I think it helped us a lot Friday night in the fourth quarter. You know, I feel like. I feel like we outlasted them. I feel like we wore them down. Um, their big running back, number eight, he he was gas. He he couldn't go. He you know he wasn't making great effort on catching balls. I think because he was so tired. But you know we didn't see him. Maybe you did, but we didn't see him at all in the first half. It was number seven carrying the football. It seemed like in the first half, or, or was it vice versa? Vice versa. Warren, uh, uh, we saw him, I guess, in the first half. Didn't see him much in the second half. Then later on, I don't know if it was late in the third or early in the fourth quarter, he came back onto the yeah. field too. And uh, But seven was uh, – he was the one the week before against Dunham that gained 100 yards yeah. on the ground. And uh, we didn't see him until the third quarter. But like you said, I think Warren was gassed. Uh, yeah, was he so. play, Was he playing both ways? We yeah, those guys, those guys do play some defense too. Okay, all right. And uh, we didn't necessarily see him, but uh, I just thought the Panther defense, as you mentioned, got after him. And uh, and uh, I guess the quarterback, uh, uh, his name escapes me right now, uh, uh, n- number number uh, five. And uh, the Panthers just put enough heat on him. Johnson, yeah. Uh, uh, Johnson, they put enough heat on him, uh, give him trouble. And uh, hats off to the team. I thought Thomas Boye really played a pretty good game for you. And uh, some of your other uh, defensive players uh, shined a little bit. So, uh with that, uh, uh, I also thought Jaden Mitchell made a couple of nice plays offensively, too, uh, throughout the course of the game. So, uh, really a good game. And the offensive line gave Luke 
uh, a little time to throw the football. Of course, he had to beat off a few of them at times. But uh, I thought he played another good game, kept his cool under control. And that, that throw to uh, Mitchell for the uh, second touchdown was a thing of beauty there. Just with that slant in uh, near the goal line. Yeah, and like I said, um, you know, we had we were hot. Uh, they brought a lot of pressure on that one. They brought too many on one side for us to really better pick everybody up. And you know, he he stepped up. He he stepped into the throw and he made the throw knowing there was a good chance he was gonna get hit, um, and put it pretty much on the money. Yeah, uh, just a great all-around game by the Panthers. And uh, hats off to you, Coach. Uh, played hard, as you mentioned. Beat a, beat a quality team that was ranked, as we mentioned. I thought he was eighth. I could be, could be higher or lower, but there's only ten spots there. And uh, they had put up 52, like I said earlier, the week before against Dunham High School. And uh, come in and uh, shut them down to ten points uh, really is a quality uh, defensive uh, series for your team and all. And, uh, of course, it's – on to the next week to uh, Friday night as the Panthers will be back at home uh, to take on the Erath Bobcats. And uh, uh, I guess we'll take a short break in a minute or two. But why don't you go ahead and wrap up the game? I know a couple kids uh, cramping was an issue a little bit. Not a lot, but a little bit. Huh? I think we just had one uh, late Mitchell cramped on the very last punt. Um with I guess like 30 seconds to go in his calf and he was fine after you know just stretched him out a little bit and he was good to go um but that was I think that was the only cramp that I even that I knew of in so the whole game they were keeping hydrated uh, yes is there somebody on the sidelines that makes sure these kids uh, uh drinks their water or whatever solution uh, no no one makes them but you know once you get to that point if you don't if you don't do the preparation it doesn't matter how much you drink during the game okay. it's uh you know it starts we really started pushing it Tuesday last week um, with liquid IVs and Powerade and things like that. Um, you know, after practice on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday after practice and Friday morning. And, and just, you know, it, it's the preparation is really what, what makes a difference. Um, like I said, yeah. if you wait till Friday night, yeah. it's too late. I agree with you. And uh, also uh, with the, through the course of the game, too, I uh, I, I just I noticed, uh, uh, you know, they were drinking their water and uh, – but, like, I agree with you with that. If you don't start maybe the Tuesday before the game, uh, uh, that all the water you drink is just going to bloat you uh, during the course of a game uh, with that. But, uh, but I wanted to say in the first quarter, they forgot to take the hydration period. Did they? Yeah, they did it in the second, third, and fourth. But they completely forgot because I remember turning to Richard, who helps me with the games, Romero, and – I said, where's the hydration period? And unless they took it maybe to 5.50 mark, but we didn't see it the six-minute mark, no hydration. Uh, we, we turned to each other. And it was – the weather was kind of cool because it mm-hmm. rained pretty hard that afternoon. Yeah, that rain brought – that rain brought – I guess it was a little bit of a cool front because it, it, the temperature definitely dropped after that. Um, so that was that was a nice, uh, pleasant surprise. And the field held up too. Yeah, absolutely. It probably needed the – but I'm sure you all water the field, but it held up throughout well, the course of well, the me, afternoon. Me and Coach Jordan talk about all the time. It doesn't matter how much you water. If you don't get rain it's not the same thing that, um, yeah. so so that that uh, the rain actually probably was a good thing for the field um you know there was a few little soft spots um in some of the low areas where like the hash is and, and where we have um sprinkler systems but for the most part the field i mean the field's in great shape it is it really is uh hats off to uh the grounds crew out there at catholic high anyway time to take our first break here you'll listen to the chs coaches show here on kane radio fm 107.5 and am 1240 We'll be back right after this. 
animals. We're talking about plants and much, much more. That's the Landscape Ranch right here in New Iberia. You can find all sorts of plants such as annuals, palm trees, and container trees, as well as a variety of chemicals and fertilizers to keep them healthy. Locally owned, they provide bulk materials such as sand, soil, limestone, rock, and they'll deliver right to your doorstep. While you're there, you can visit their lobby. You'll find gifts provided by local artists. The Landscape Ranch, located where Jefferson Terrace meets Main Street. Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. At Sesta Wealth, our goal is simple. We want to help you define, reach, and exceed your financial goals. Using our processes, we prepare clients for both the expected and unexpected life brings us. No one can predict the future, but we can certainly help prepare for it at Sesta Wealth. For all that we expect in life and what we don't expect in life, we strive to prepare clients for all life has to offer. So for all life has to offer, contact Bert Sestian Genevieve at Sesta Wealth. Securities offered through Triad Advisors, LLC, member of FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through GWM Advisors, a registered investment advisor. GWM Advisors and Sesta Wealth are separate entities from Triad Advisors, LLC. BNL Engine Service is in need of two diesel technicians who are experienced in repairing and servicing 18-wheelers. You must have your own tools, transportation, and a clean driving record. Pay is dependent upon experience. Benefits include employee health care, holiday pay, and vacation pay. Call 337-365-2111 for more information. Once again, call 337-365-2111. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show. I'm your host, Tony Landry, along with head football coach uh, Matt Decimo. And, Coach, uh, another big game this weekend. You play another AAA school, but uh, right up the road from you, they're coming to Panther Stadium uh, Friday night, uh, 7 o'clock kickoff as the Erath Bobcats. Uh, come to Panther Stadium to play uh, a big game for you, and uh, once you have our listeners, get you a little, uh, a little bit of information with the Bobcats, and what do the Panthers expect to see from them in matter of offensively and defensively? Yeah, uh, you know, Erath is a, a longtime rival of us at Catholic High. Um, I know the last few years there hasn't been they haven't been playing each other too too much recently, um, but I mean that rivalry goes back to as long as I've been going to Catholic High games since since the early '90s. Um, when my older brother was when Bo was playing and all that kind of stuff, uh, I remember some some pretty rough games, uh, some 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 animosity between the two schools. Uh, um, it's not quite as quite as a uh, you know tense as it used to be. Uh-huh. Um, but but no, they're a good ball club. Um, you know, Coach uh, Coach Eric LeBlanc does a good job over there. Um, they're going to be actually kind of similar to us um, offensively. They're 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 a little more ten personnel, but they 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 spread it out. Um, they throw the ball, they throw the rock a good bit. Um, they run the ball. They do some, some, some pretty good things. They like to do some counter stuff and some RPO, uh, run pass option things. Um, quarterbacks a really good player. Uh, Romero, I believe. Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not good I'm trying with to remember. Yeah. I'm trying to remember his first name, Landon. Uh, uh I can't recall, but a pretty good quarterback. Start this is, I think his third, almost fourth year. I, I think it's a third year. Yep. Quarterback. I think he's been starting since his sophomore year. Um, but no, he, he's a good player. Um, he runs well. He throws the ball pretty well. Um, uh, 
Uh, they have a really good little receiver, the Pilet kid. Um, his dad's the basketball coach. I'm pretty sure they, they he's had quite a few quite a few kids come through there. Um, but he he was injured last week, so I don't know what what his status is. He didn't play against um, North Vermillion. He played against Lauraville, and I, I think we may have seen the play where he got hurt. So it looked like it was like a shoulder or something like that. But that's just speculation. All right. Um, but if he plays, he he's a really good player. He he's a difference maker for them. Um, you know, last week against North Vermillion, they ran the ball a lot more than they previously did. But they had they had some a lot more weather than we did um, in our game Friday night. Uh, so. So I would expect them to kind of be kind of be ba- more balanced than they were against North Million because um, they do like to throw the ball and they do a good job with that. And they'll go to a four wide receiver set too at mm-hmm. times. They do so. a lot of ten personnel where they have yeah. four receivers yeah. in there. Yep, yeah. absolutely. Um, defensively, they've showed some different things. I, I'm expecting to get you know like a four two five look from them. Um, they play a lot of man, cover one, middle field, uh, closed cover one with a free safety, and they'll play some some cover zero uh, where they don't have a safety in the middle of the field. Uh, they blitz a good bit. Um, not probably not quite as much as the last two teams. Well, maybe maybe pretty close to Parkview, but not as much as uh, VC did. Mm-hmm. Um, but like I said, they're 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 kind of different because they're a four down where they blitz. Um, but you know that's kind of what we're expecting to see. You never really know until you get there Friday night. Some teams kind of change change game plans completely, um, and it always depends on you know what films you have to look at, or at least especially offensively, because um, like a film like North Million doesn't do us much good because North Million's running wing T, um, you know, double wing stuff. So they play a completely different defense against them than they will against a spread team. Um, but luckily we have Lauraville's film too because uh, they played Lauraville week one, who's more similar to us, do some do some spread principles and things like that. So so we have a decent idea, or at least I think we have a decent idea of what they're going to line up in. Sure. Um, but like I said, you'll never really know until, until you get out there Friday night, and sometimes you you got to make some changes to your game plan on the, on the run. Yeah, and, you know, when most of these teams in high school, unless they completely change things up, uh, they're going to do what they do well, and they're going to stick with that. And uh, whatever they do well, that's – you know, whether it be throwing the ball combination, 60-40, running, throwing, uh, uh, what a good coach is going to stick with what his kids can do. You don't want to make a kid do something he can't, uh, he can't f- finish. So uh, and that's the idea of a good coach. Uh, know what your kids can do and don't put them in situations where they can't accomplish and do what you ask them to do. So uh, anyway, uh, it's going to be a pretty big game. Another way where Caltechai can add to some points too, as this is a AAA ball club. And uh, Catholic High can uh, work on those PowerPoints, so to speak. Yeah, because I mean that—that's <clears throat> everything. Once you get to the playoffs, those those play those PowerPoint rankings. You know, you, you want a good draw. You don't want to get stuck with a, a you know a top ten team or whatever. Um, so so all the, each each win really matters, whether it's in district, not district, out of district, two A school, three A school, one A school, four A school. They all matter. So oh yes, oh yes, and uh, of course, uh, not looking ahead, but another. Uh, I want to say Leesville is the following game. We'll broadcast that game also. They're, I think, a 4A school. Yep, they are. If my memory serves me correctly. But, of course, the game Friday night, you want to go 1-0 and in that game. And as the Erath Bobcats come to town, and uh, uh, hopefully they'll bring a nice crowd from Erath. Oh, uh, I'm just, sure they uh, will. Erath, Erath uh, normally travels pretty well. Yeah, 15 miles, 16 miles down the road, uh, right, right down Highway 14 to Catholic High. And uh, hopefully uh, the Panthers uh, – had their act. Uh, the only uh, serious injury uh, we talked off the air was a young man that uh, hurt a knee, and you said he hadn't really uh, had a little swelling, waiting for the swelling to go down, maybe have an MRI, but don't know his situation mm-hmm. yet for the remainder of the year. So, nope, not uh, yet. And a pretty good player for you, too. Made a great play in the yeah, end zone. Absolutely. Uh, 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 I want to say, was that in the second, uh, second quarter? 
our first quarter where he uh, tipped a ball or made a play in the end zone well, on fourth down, I the, do believe. The play when he got injured, he made a, f- a phenomenal play. He came, he, he you know, he came back, right. jumped up, and, uh, and broke a pass up. You know, whether we lose him for one week, two weeks, whatever it is, it's going to hurt us not having him whenever we don't have him. So hopefully, hopefully for him, you know, he, he went to see Dr. Seth today, and I think they got some, an MRI scheduled. Hopefully it comes back best case scenario and he's only out a week or two but um yeah, but you know we'll we'll find out soon enough hopefully just a sprain if you know what yep. i mean yep. uh, just a sprain so uh carson broussard a fine player for you too uh met, like you said made two fine plays in the end zone uh i noticed on the first play too it looked like it looked like almost he hyper extended his knee a little bit and then the second play wasn't sure but he went down and uh when he was uh uh, the uh, a medical personnel went out to look at him and all and help him off the field. But good luck to him. Hopefully he'll be able to uh, play again sometime this year. And district would be nice yeah, absolutely. <laughs> to have him back for. And your first district game is against, I think, Ascension Episcopal yes. over in uh, Youngsville. So yep. that'll be your first district game. But uh, neither here nor now. Uh, we got the E-Ray Bobcats coming to town, uh, AAA school, and uh, hopefully the Panthers can add to those power points. In the meantime, uh, Coach, uh, with, with that, uh, I, I know uh, occasionally your uh, JV, your freshmen play games, and uh, did you able to play some games last week uh, with your younger youngsters? Yeah, we don't, we don't have a freshman team. Uh, we only have, we have like 16 or 17 freshmen, which would be tough to, to field a team. Uh, Correct. But we do, have a, we do play JV. Um, we played two JV games so far. We played STM the first week. We played their freshman, um, and we lost that one. It was like thirteen to seven, something like that. I think like that, that was it. I think that was it. Um, and then last week we played Abbeville at Abbeville, and we beat them twenty-six to twelve. Um, so our kids went out there and played well. Did a good job. Um, our defense defense played really well. We had two pick sixes in that game. Oh wow! Um, I think Grayson Vornado had one, and I believe Kylan Edwards had the other one. Um, so, you know, our kids are playing well. Our kids are competing well, trying to find ways to win. Um, we play ERAS JV tomorrow over at ERAP. Um, so that should be should be another good one. Uh, they'll probably have a few more kids than us, you know, bigger school, bigger roster. But, um, but you know, our kids go out there and they compete and they have fun. Um, you know, in our JV games, obviously we want to win the JV games, but, we you know, we want to make sure all our kids get a chance to play sure. um, in JV. And that's, you know, that's one of our, our goals. Um, not everyone plays the same amount, but everyone gets to play. How, how, how big of a squad is the JV team, 30, 35 we, kids? We have somewhere between 30 and 35. You know, every now, we'll, we'll, whenever some kids, you know, step up and play more in varsity, we'll pull them off of JV. So it's somewhere between 30 and 35 right now. I'm not sure the exact number off the top of my head. And, of course, uh, they run the same offense and defenses, uh, system that uh, incorporates the varsity uh, through their games. And it's always good to see how they react and how they play, put them in uh, on the field and uh, see who can make some plays. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, playing a lot of these kids really helps too because, you know, how the game, it's all about the game, the speed of the game. And if you can uh, 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 just uh, slow the game down, as crazy as that sounds, mm-hmm. uh, and you see things uh, and anticipate things, uh, for these younger people that uh, don't have a lot of experience, it means a lot down the road to uh, just being in those situations. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's good. You know, I try to get as many JV games as I can because otherwise those guys just go out there and they practice every single day and, and don't get a whole lot of reps because, you know, I, I don't – with our schedule, I don't foresee a whole lot of blowouts one way or the other because um, we have a pretty tough schedule. Uh, so, you know, those young guys wouldn't get all that many reps. So, like the, the, the STM game, actually, I picked that up on Tuesday and we played on Wednesday because um, we were supposed to play VC but but coach Prejean you know called me during the summer and said look man we just don't have the numbers to, to field a JV team 
and I tried to find a team to play, but um, but everyone was. I mean, week one's tough. Everyone was filled up, and then um, Coach Savard at uh, Coach Savard STM reached out to me on Tuesday saying that they just got canceled on and, and see if we were interested in playing. So, so we were able to pick that up last minute. So that was good for for our kids, you know, because a lot of times later in the year, especially. Um, when the weather starts getting a little bit worse, a lot of times JV games get canceled. You know, teams have injuries, so they, they kind of pull more kids up and just can't field a team. Um, so it's good to get as many in, especially early as you can. And do, uh, do most of your district opponents have uh, JV teams? No. Um, no? Ascension does and STM does. Um, I think I think I've heard some people playing Delkma, so I think Delkma's played a couple of t- freshman teams, freshmen's freshman teams but um coach already didn't you know he didn't reach out to me does um, lorville or st mary or franklin have a Lor- lorville does okay. lorville's jv okay. i don't think west st mary or franklin does okay All um right. so we we're gonna play lorville i think it's week week eight whenever we play them in the regular season we'll play okay. their jv that week and of course once the season ends regular season the jv team basically is incorporated with the varsity for the yeah. rest of the year yeah well they're always with the varsity um you know that's you well, know that's one of my thing i know i know some some schools that are bigger have their own JV staff and have right. their own freshman staff. But, you know, I think for us, a smaller school, it's important for those guys to feel like they are part of the team because they are. And, um, and when you uh, when the JV team goes play on a Tuesday or Wednesday, uh, I guess you stay with the varsity uh, with, I guess, another 25, 30 kids uh, and practice with the varsity. Or is the JV game that evening? Or So we our JV games are at 6 o'clock um, on Tuesdays. The days we play JV, we go out a little bit earlier. We start okay. a little bit earlier. So we finish. So our JV kids normally go in to get dressed around between 4.45 and 5, and we'll normally finish with the varsity around 5.15. So most of our games are within – 30 minutes driving distance so okay so you know I, I a couple of us will stay out and finish the practice while the other coaches go and get the kids ready and get the balls ready and all that kind of stuff and then we'll just jump in the bus and go okay right after all right well you're listening to the chs coaches show here on kane radio fm 107.5 and am 1240 we've got a little bit more to talk about stay with us and we'll be right back Looking for a quick and easy no-hassle loan? Look no longer and go visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit. The good folks at Allstate Credit are willing to help you with a small loan. They will treat you as a special and personable customer because they've been serving New Iberia for almost a half a century. So stress no longer. Come visit Sherlow or Ruby at Allstate Credit at 1112 Center Street or call them at 364-4538. Allstate Credit all the time. Hi, I'm Corey Ebert, co-owner of R&R Glassworks. We specialize in auto and truck glass repair and replacement, window motors and frameless shower doors. We also handle plexiglass and storefront repair and replacement. Give us a call at 365-9311 or come by and see us at 1006D 20 Orpit Road in New Iberia. So for all your glass needs, remember R&R Glassworks. Thank you and God bless. Times are tough right now for small businesses, but as a small business owner, you're pretty tough too. In case you needed a reminder, you started your own business. And while there's certainly more challenges ahead, the UPS store is always here to help. Should your small business need any ing, we're ready with every ing. Printing, mailboxing, notarizing, whatever ing we can do. The UPS Store. Every ing for small business, all in one place. The UPS Store. The UPS Store franchise locations are independently owned and operated. Services, pricing, and hours may vary. See Center for details. The tradition continues. Hi, I'm Donald Hennigan with Hennigan Team Dentistry. I, along with my entire team, have served Iberia Parish and the surrounding communities for the past 39 years. I'm happy to announce that my daughter, Dr. Abigail, 
Armstrong Hennigan Daly has just recently joined us as a dental associate. Together, we commit to offering the best possible dental care in a relationship of trust and confidence. Call our office today at 364-2156 and allow us to change the way you feel about dentistry. Go Panthers! Freeman's Food and Furniture has been locally owned and operated since 1941. With their 18,000 square foot showroom floor, Freeman's Furniture Store is certain to have what you're looking for. Need a comfortable mattress? Tempur-Pedic and Sealy are like no other, and they're only available at Freeman's. With 60-month interest-free financing, you couldn't sleep better. Freeman's Food and Furniture Complex, located on the corner of Hopkins and Admiral Doyle Drive, right here in New Iberia. Visit Freeman's soon. Local news, talk, sports, and the hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s. Kane 107.5. Welcome back to the CHS Coaches Show here on Kane Radio. And, uh, Coach, uh, I know there are other things going on at school besides football. And uh, why don't you uh, expound upon some of those other activities and all, whether it be sports or just activities at Catholic High. Yeah, so we do have quite a bit going on. Um, first, I'm going to stick with football real quick. Our fifth and sixth grade teams. They play at Westminster Christian Academy, the Lafayette campus, on Tuesday, and they also play at St. Bernard on Thursday. So they have two games coming up um, within a couple of days. Um, I think our 7th and 8th grade team doesn't play again until next week. All of them had their, their jamborees this past weekend, and I think both the 5th and 6th and 7th and 8th grade won their jamborees. So, um, but volleyball, you know, volleyball 7-2 right now. Um, last, week, last time we talked about it, they played three games since then. Uh, they played Edie White. They lost in four sets. Um, E.D. White, I think, was either the state championship or they they were in the state championship game last year. I don't know, I don't know if they won or if they were runner-ups last year. Um, and then they also played North Million and Highland Baptist and beat both those teams in three sets. Uh, they also have some games coming up this week. They play at LCA on the 13th. They have STM at home on the 14th. Um, so I think that's two pretty big, pretty big games. Um, and then they're also playing in a tournament, that, or they're supposed to be playing in a tournament this weekend at the Academy of Sacred Heart in New Orleans. Uh, so they got a lot going on, you know. They, they they do a good job. Coach Gary's done a great job with those girls. They work hard. Um, they've worked hard all summer long. Um, you know, every day they're out there getting, trying to get better, trying to um, you know practice their craft. Uh, so they've done a great job. Um, cross country competed this past weekend. I didn't get to talk to Coach Brew yet about the results, how they did, um, but I'm sure the kids, you know, I'm sure the kids did did the best they could, and I'm sure they competed well. Um, swimming competed last week on Tuesday. I talked to Coach Maria Stegall about it, asked her about it. She said that pretty much, I think, I think she said pretty much every single kid PR'd. Um, so did their personal best And that I believe she said Brent Bro qualified for the state meet. Um, the way it works in swimming, there's like a, a set time you have to, to beat to qualify. And so he, he, he qualified in the very first meet. I, and like I said, I'm almost positive it was Brent that she told me. All right. Um, but definitely one person did qualify. Like I said, I think it's him. Um, this week we do have a couple things going on. We have mass on Thursday, like we typically do. Um, you know, everyone's invited to come. It starts at nine fifteen, I believe, somewhere around that time. And that's in one of the gyms. That's in the dish gym, the main, the, the old gym, gym the okay. main gym. All right. Um, we have a fourth grade retreat on Thursday as well, um, and then we have a pep rally on Friday at two twenty uh, for the uh, Erath game. So typically, when we have a home game, we have a pep rally that Friday. Um, so we have all that going on. Uh, next Friday we. Yeah, next Friday, September 22nd, we do have Spend a Day at CHS. Um, so basically what that is. Uh, educate me with Spend a Day. Yeah, basically what it is. It's a day that um, if, if someone's interested in coming to Catholic High, they can come over um, for the day and spend the day with a uh, – they get paired up with another student in their grade. 
So they kind of go through that, that student's whole schedule of that day to see what a day at Catholic High is like so they can make that decision if, you know, if that's a school that they want to go oh, okay. to. okay. All right. Uh, um, I was thinking maybe a parent, you know, no, but it's a uh, – No, it's, for, a, it's, it's for, for prospective students. Okay. Um, so All they right. can see, you know, they can see what the school is like. They can see the inside of the school. They can go through a school day and see, you know, the structure of what, what everything is. Um, so, you know, uh, Coach Brandon uh, Brandon uh, Poche does a great job getting kids in, you know, getting kids to see that school that are that have the interest in, in possibly coming to Catholic High and becoming a future Panther. All right. Um, and this is just one of those ways, uh, you know, it's a great it's a great opportunity. Um, and, you know, obviously no schools for everybody. And, and, and sure. you know, it's, it's an opportunity for kids to come and realize, well, you know, this this really might not be for me. Or they can come in and realize, oh, I love this place. I want to be here. Well, it's also a Catholic education, it too, uh, in that regard, which a lot of the local priests, you know, like to see more kids uh, attend Catholic High in that regard. So uh, you get that Catholic education, and you know, all, uh, which is a plus. Uh, Absolutely. Uh, I know that main, meant a lot to me back in the day. Yeah. Um, and we also have our, our golf tournament coming up. Um, it's about a month out. It's on October 21st at Cane Row. Um, it's a 1 p.m. shotgun start. Uh, we are still looking for, for people to participate in the golf tournament. We're looking for golfers, um, sponsors, as well as people and companies that want to cook on some of the golf, some of the holes. Um, you know, so that's, that's, that's still out there. That's coming up. Um, it benefits the football program, both the varsity and middle school programs. Um, you know, some of the things that, that, that money that we've raised up has gone towards is we've gotten I know in the last couple of years that the middle school program has gotten brand new uniforms. Oh, okay. Um, we got them some brand new practice jerseys this year. Uh, we got some some tackling um, tackling landing pads and different things like that to help work on form tackling and going to the ground without having to go all the way to the ground because sure. that that soft landing just to try to prevent injuries. Um, you know, as a small school, we we can't afford to lose kids at practice if yes. possible. So yes. so you know all those things that that benefits us in a lot of different ways. Um, like I said, not just the varsity, but also our seventh, eighth grade, and our four, our fifth and sixth grade programs all the way down. Okay, and uh, of course. Uh, uh, just a lot going on at Catholic High. You know, I see that with the new sign they had put up years ago uh, with uh, the digital sign uh, expressing if you want to come be a Panther, you know, uh, we'd love to have you with uh, open house and all. And I guess that's what comes into play with that. So in the meantime, uh, Coach, uh, big game Friday night against the Erath Bobcats. Kane Radio will be there. Uh, we usually come on the air anywhere a little after 6.30, 6.35 and kick off approximately 7 o'clock. And, uh, Coach, uh, Coach uh, good luck to you. I know uh, another big game for the Panthers uh, in that regard, uh, AAA school, and looking for the Panthers uh, to knock off the Bobcats and start their winning ways, so to speak, Coach. Uh, Absolutely. Anyway, uh, congratulations on your win this past week. Uh, but uh, we've got uh, eight more games left to go for the Panthers before the playoff season begins. And uh, hope to see the Panthers uh, do well again uh, as they did uh, last Friday night. Yes, sir. Thank you. Anyway, uh, good luck, Coach. And, of course, as always, the CHS Coaches Show was brought to you in part by Gulf America Wire Rope, Romero's Power Sports, Sester Wealth Management, The Landscape Ranch, Freeman's Furniture, Allstate Credit, r r Glass, Hennigan Team Dentistry, The UPS Store, Catholic High School, Mustn Patu, Integrity Rentals, B&L Engine Repair, Gulf Marine Action Specialties, HMC uh, Forms, along with the Senate Campaign uh, of Hugh uh, Andre, Dr. Rosenzweig's Group, EP Bro, United Fire and Safety, Swing Insurance, Stepco Products, Colder CPAs, HIS Fire and Safety, and Musso's Investment Group. And with that, we're going to say good night and God bless. 
Catholic High School is dedicated to the development of 4th through 12th grade students through academic excellence and Christ-centered values rooted in caring discipline, compassion, and zeal. CHS offers a variety of classes to serve all students, including band, photography, dual enrollment college credit courses, as well as 14 sports for male and female students. Call us today for your personal tour and visit www.chspanthers.com for more details. From the Kawasaki Ninja Sports Bikes to the Kawasaki Jet Ski Watercraft, Kawasaki and Romero Power Sports makes it easier than ever to put yourself on your dream machine. Right now, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki are offering their lowest payments of the year on all Kawasaki vehicles. Choose from the great lineup of Kawasaki motorcycles, ATVs, watercraft mule utility vehicles, and the Terex lineup of SUVs. Whatever you need, Romero Power Sports and Kawasaki offer great prices, financing, and the famous Romero service after the sale. Kawasaki and Romero's Power Sports. Let the good times roll at 900 South Lewis Street in New Iberia. The hits that stand the test of time. The hits of the 60s, 70s, and 80s on Kane 107.5.